0: If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Welcome back to another episode of Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. I did not do an episode last week because I woke up the Monday morning after I had had my amazing party, some things went awry, and I will get into that in a second. Um, I woke up with a crazy, crazy allergic reaction to some antibiotics. And you guys, last week was not great. I'll be honest. It was not the start to 30 that I was hoping for. Um, and it I was scared when I woke up Monday morning and my eyes were like swollen shut and I had a horrible rash all over my face. Um, so That was what was going on last week. I'm sure on social media, as it always does, it looks like my birthday was perfect. Just a reminder, social media is a highlight reel, baby, and I was actually going through it. So this is my first episode of 30. Sorry to miss you last week, but it has been an interesting couple weeks, and I really want to get into the feeling we have around turning 30. I have felt a spectrum of emotions regarding this age. I've been given a huge variety of not even advice, but like comments on the fact. And I'm just going to jump right into it basically. Um, Yeah, it didn't start how I planned. So the Thursday or the Wednesday before my birthday party, which again, so a full week before my birthday, I woke up and one of my eyes, like below it, was really swollen. I didn't know what was going on. I talked to like a virtual urgent care. They were like, oh, put hydrocortisone on it. Great. I did. The swelling went down. Everything was great. Next day, Huge rash on my face, and i 'm horrified because i 'm like i 've been planning this huge birthday party for weeks, and i 'm ugly and i don 't look like myself and by the way i don 't recommend speaking to yourself like that, but that I was just freaking out i didn 't know what was going on um and I was like concerned for my health, obviously, so from there, I stopped using the hydrocortisone, I was like trying everything I have never iced my face so much in my life. Um from there a doctor put me on antibiotics because they thought oh it's a rosacea flare up here's what you need to take. And I would say that for the day of my actual birthday party it helped a little bit. I put on just a ton of makeup over that rash. If you look closely at the photos, you can tell my skin does not look good. Um but I did not let that ruin my party on Saturday. Literally, I cannot recommend enough getting all your closest friends together and going on a boat. That was Like, I wish I could do that every weekend. It was absolutely insane. I had such, such a good time. Um, So the party was amazing. Sunday was fine. Monday I wake up and I am clearly allergic to the antibiotics that they've put me on. And that's not something that's unlikely, I guess, is the way to put it. Because I am allergic to a lot of antibiotics, but never knew I was allergic to these ones. And I had to miss work on Monday, had to text my coworkers and be like, I swear to God, you guys, I am not hungover. I am literally rushing to urgent care right now because I'm horrified. I don't know what's going on. Um, Stop the antibiotics, all of that. It just was a, honestly, I had like such a breakdown that day because I was like, this has now been going on for almost a week. I don't know what to do. I don't feel like myself. It's not the way you want to start your birthday week. It's not the way you want to feel, especially on like this milestone where there's so much weight around it and ultimately just through like taking care of my skin and getting off the antibiotics and staying out of the sun and drinking a little less and, you know, little lifestyle things. It has mostly gone away now and I'm going to a dermatologist to figure out what the heck was going on someday. If I'm brave, maybe I'll share the photo of it at its worst. Um But wow, things that affect your appearance are horrible. Like I had never felt so out of control of my own body. And I was like this, it's this is not the week for this to happen. Like I already was feeling some pressure around this birthday. And I was so excited about that party. And I think maybe the stress of the two things kind of um, impacted, like what's the word for like made it worse? I don't know. Made the (laughs) whole face situation worse. Um, And on top of that, my sister had gotten really sick and she and her fiance couldn't come in for my party anymore. So like I was so stressed. I was... Not thrive. I was not functioning at my best, and for that, honestly, guys, I have regret over. I wish I could have just accepted what was happening to my face and just like let it be. Um, but it did really stress me out, and it. I don't want that for anyone. Not having control over something you've always had control over. I've always had, you know, weird thing to say. I've always had good skin. And this to like it to completely betray me at a time when it felt like it really mattered sucked. Um, But again, that party was so fun. And I just have to shout out my friends who came because so many of them were not from San Diego. I had, gosh, six, seven, eight, maybe friends from LA, maybe nine. Um, I had six of my best girlfriends from home. I had my best friend from Nashville. Like I truly have never felt love and celebration like that and I think the only way I can compare it to it is it feels it felt like what a bachelorette weekend feels like I assume and I want to say if you are someone who has done a lot for your friends and you know has shown up for bachelorettes and weddings and everything don't be afraid to ask them to show up for you because guess what they freaking do and even my friends who knew how freaking stressed out i was i don't know why i'm censoring myself today how fucking stressed out i was on like in the moments leading up to this party like they were super understanding because they're your people and there's no one that you'd rather be doing that with than your people so i am like forever like i will remember all of them showing up for me for the rest of my life it was it it was a real like love fest. <laughs> and obviously you've seen on Instagram I've posted a million photos and videos of it because I just can't get over how how much love there was that day. Um and I yeah, I was just such a happy camper and the pop star theme was so much fun. I really highly suggest picking a theme for parties like that because people got into it. I would say everyone got into it just as much if not more than me. And um we just had such a good time and I'm I'm beyond thankful for those people who came down. And a very fun moment. My stepbrother was on the boat with me and our family group chat was going off because my sister was literally in labor as we were like boarding the boat. Um, we go to do like a round of shots and in the moment that I'm about to give a toast my stepbrother flips his phone over to me and it's a picture of a newborn baby it's a picture of my nephew um so we did do there is some hilarious video of me you know being like I love you guys so much thank you all uh here's like to turning 30 and still being fun was my toast which whole theme of this episode here uh I'm gonna get to that in a minute but uh yeah, here's to 30 and still being fun and to babies, I think is what my toast was. So really, really exciting. I'm now an aunt to five nephews and one little niece. And oh man. I mean it does it it's just I still feel a little overwhelmed from all the goodness that came from my birthday. Um, but I'm gonna be honestly super realistic with you guys and also probably contradict myself here because I turning a milestone age is really complex. And I think birthdays in general are really complex. Um, Like in the weekend of my birthday, I did have a moment where I got really stressed out about just the like, I I hate it, but the timeline of my life and feeling like every friend of mine is moving, not every friend, but specifically my group of friends from home. And they all know this. And they're If they hear this, they're not going to be like, how dare you say that? But every friend of mine from home, it feels, is at a further along, quote unquote, place in their life than me. And I say that because I've worked really hard in my career. I have incredible friendships. I have great family. But the one thing I want is the thing that I don't have. And I guess I shouldn't say the one thing I want because guess what? If my career wasn't where it was, that would be the one thing I want. But there's like that, just that missing piece that. I feel when I look at my friends, I go, man, they have all kind of figured it out. They have the careers, they have the great family, they have the great friends, and they have the partner. And it's hard for me to not somehow, I don't take it personally against them, but like to not look at myself and be like, what am I, you know, what's going on here that it's not working out? So it is like a complex thing because I think 30 particularly is when I said to one of my friends, she said like, I promise you your 30s are like still so fun. Like you have so much time for things, whatever, whatever. And I said back, yeah. And in this decade, the, the odds are I will have like babies and stuff. And that's cool. And I love that outlook because that is what I want. But knowing it could be the last decade and 10 years is so long like i i understand that i sound um i don't know what the word is i understand that i sound panicked when i say this but like as much as oh my gosh this is probably the decade i'll have babies it's also oh my gosh this is probably the only decade that i can have babies um and that's something i've always wanted and and something that not everyone has to do and i feel honestly jealous of people who are like, I'm not sure if that's for me. I'm not sure if that's what I want to happen. Or I'm not sure if that will be my path. Because I think for me, I've always felt like, no, that will be my path. And I just don't know how and in which way it will be my path. So something like so many people had amazing things to say on my actual 30th birthday. I feel like so many texts were filled with like, it only gets better from here. This is your best decade. You're going to love your 30s. You have so much more confidence. You have so much more like... Agency over your life. You have so much fun. You have more money. You have your all your friends still. Things change, but they don't end. And I loved hearing that from everyone. And I heard it from people in a lot of different walks of life. And I'm super grateful for that because I also think I find and people are probably this is this is probably a strong statement. So if you hate it, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. if you hate it, you can totally disagree with me, but I believe that turning thirty is very, very, very different for single women correction, single women who do want to have kids someday than it is for married women, married men, women with children, women who don't want kids um and also married men, sorry, I take out, men in general have so much less to worry about in the quote unquote next decade thing, right? Like their clock doesn't tick biologically. So it is different completely for men. I think also we don't put as much pressure on men in general with their age. We always are like, they age like fine wine. It's like, women get more beautiful too. And women have so much to give Everyone has so much to give after 30. Your life doesn't end at 30. But I do think it's different. Like for anyone who tried to tell me like you have nothing to worry about. I don't know why people get stressed about 30. Like no, I I actually do want to like take a moment and acknowledge my fellow single women who want to have kids who are turning 30. It is not easy to be so aware of the time that we have and of course technological advances and, I don't know, health stuff. (laughs) Clearly, I don't know much about any of this. But like I understand that it's easier to have kids later in life nowadays versus 10 years ago even. But I still think it's okay if you as a single woman are like, I do think about it sometimes. I do have in the very back of my mind that little voice that's like, Hey, you don't have forever. So like, have your fun, do your stuff, but be thinking about what comes next. Be thinking about how you're going to get what you want to get because if you don't pay attention to it, and again, you guys might hate me for this, but if you don't pay attention to it and you just let the life pass you by and you wake up one day and you haven't planned for it and you haven't thought, you know, how again, this is just for people who want kids, if you haven't thought through like an option for you, then you're going to wake up one day and maybe be out of options. And of course, there's surrogacy, there's egg donors, there's adoption. There's so many things that can happen. But And maybe I should be more open-minded to all that. And maybe that would just alleviate all the stress. But I just want to say, and I know everyone says things lovingly. I know that anyone who has said to me in the last... The last year. I mean, yeah, in the last year, but also in the last like week or so, like you have nothing to worry about. You have so much time. I know you mean well, but at the same time, I understand that it is different. Like my friends who already have their first child telling me, like, you have so much time. Like, thanks, but you all literally already have the thing that I'm years from. Unless, you know, something happens, I guess. But uh, I am not planning for it now. I'll say that. So some things that I have done just to kind of help my own brain and to put myself back in reality is I literally started looking into... And just opening the door in my mind to like freezing my eggs because I don't think we should have to do it. But sometimes it's like, what if if that is my only option someday? I would be really glad that I did it at some point in my earlier 30s than not having done it. And it can be really hard on women's bodies. It can be really expensive. Some people's insurances pay for it. And if that is the case, you guys, if my insurance paid for it, I'd be doing it tomorrow. I do have a friend who just did it and I'm going to ask her to come on the show and talk about it. And if she hears this episode, Katie, this is me asking you if you'd come on the show and talk about it. But I think it is, that's like a way of taking your power back when you don't feel like you have the power. And I think that's kind of where my mindset is right now is like in these moments when I feel like the world, my friends... Everyone my age is moving forward without me and I'm feeling like I'm getting dragged behind the truck on like a 10-foot rope or something. That was a really weird analogy. But in those moments when I feel that, if I can find ways to take my power back in my own brain, I think that's how you live your best in your 30s. When when you're in my position, and actually maybe all women should really think about what Thirty looks like for them and how they can maintain their power in it because the world loves to tell us we're getting old. Um, Multiple people this week have made jokes about me being old now and I'm like, that's fine. Um, So if you can just do like something or put something into play or gosh, just have any sort of plan that can help you feel like the power of your life belongs to you. That's my biggest suggestion for people uh, turning 30, maybe in their 30s now, because it is scary sometimes. And I'll be completely honest, I had a little dating mishap this week. And I'm not going to get into the details of it, but overall, it contributed to this feeling of like, Everyone's moving on and I just don't really know what I'm doing in the dating world and I feel like I can't get it right or like I can't find the right people and all of that And I had multiple people tell me like why don't you take a break and here's the thing I believe that dating breaks are extremely powerful, but I think that they have to come from you You have to be the one to be like I need I need a minute. I need to take my time away I need to go focus on other things for a bit when other people tell you to take a break, it's really not productive. And something that I realized helped me feel my own power again and have control of my life was saying, first of all, setting a boundary and saying, hey, I don't I don't want to be told that. It doesn't really, that narrative isn't feeling right for me right now. Um, and I tried to communicate that as respectfully as possible. I think it always feels harsh when you're like, hey, What you're saying doesn't resonate and I don't want to talk about it like that. But I would just tell people like, hey, um, that narrative, the like narrative of taking a break isn't working for me right now. So instead, and I talked to my friend Jake, Jake, the producer on Instagram, one of my favorite people. I was talking to him and he was like, well, then don't take a break. Like, go ahead and just move forward and make that your choice. And that's that has made me feel like I have control over what's happening in my life a little bit because it was feeling like the only option is take a break when that then feels limiting in the amount of time I have in my life to do all the things I want and to find a partner to share it with. And um, again, I know that this can sound a little like doom and gloom, but it's just like, what decision makes you feel good? Because for me, it was not saying, yeah, I'm going to take a break. For me, it was saying, I'm going to continue to date and I'm going to continue to put myself out there and I'm going to do things that make me feel good. And I'm going to go on dates that make me feel good. And I'm not just going to hold up and say like, I'm going to focus on me because I focus on me every day because I have nothing else. I have no partner to worry about. I have no kids to worry about. I focus on me every day. So I think that there is a way that when your mind wants to continue when your mind wants to take a break guys take a break but when your mind wants to like push forward I think there is a healthy way to do it where you're like it's what makes me feel good right now and that's really all there is to it so just just some heavy food for thought for 30 Uh, some other things I'm doing just In my 30th year, like in the next 365 days, well, a little less now because my birthday was last week, but in the year of 30, I'm literally trying to focus on what brings me joy, spending time with my friends and family finding little things every day that make me happy maybe it's like my hyperfixation meal at the moment maybe it's taking a nap maybe it's going to meet up with friends for drinks which i'm going to do right after i record this um continuing to celebrate because remember that is my word for 2023 and actually i had another friend her 30th birthday is coming up at the end of may and she texted a group of us randomly and was like yeah i'm going to Cabo if you guys want to come and three of us said let's do it so i rush renewed my passport this weekend and I'm going to go to Cabo. And like, I'm doing that because I like to celebrate other people. She is someone who's been in my life for so long. And I just thought, why not? Why not just go to Cabo, take a couple days off work, go sit on the beach and drink margaritas with my friends, like continue celebrating myself, other people, celebrating the fact that I have the time off, celebrating the fact that I can take this trip. Like I'm so excited. And I can't recommend enough just wholeheartedly celebrating your people. And for me, something that I'm going to do in my 30th year is just continue to put myself out there, but do it in a way that feels fun. And the minute it doesn't feel fun, stop doing it. And another big thing that I've been focusing on really for the last couple months, not just in 30, but trying to find people in the media, influencers, whatever you want to call them, content creators, and people in my real life. Who I can look at and go, I feel inspired. I feel hopeful because our experiences are not that different. And maybe they're a little older than me or they just, you know, are similar to me. And I can feel really good by looking at them and going, they have all they need. Um, And they're still having fun and they still put themselves out there. And they still like, like Tinks is one of them. I talk about her all the time. But the reality is she's 31, I think. So she's a year or two older than me. And yet, I feel like she's really living her best life still, and she's not letting the timeline conversation scare her out of living her life. And that's what I want to do so badly this year. Um, And I have other people in my in my real day to day life that I definitely look to for that, and who make me feel like you know what, it's gonna be fine. Uh, And that's not to say like my close friends don't make me feel like it's going to be okay because. honestly, I ask my friends all the time that if I end up alone, can I just move in with them and their husbands and like raise a baby with them? Wait, not as a throuple. I meant just like I could have a baby and like live next door to them and we could all be a family. This is sounding weirder by the minute, but my friends are incredible. They are uplifting, encouraging. Like that's not what this is. It's just, I think sometimes we need to find people who have similar life experience to us and similar trajectory and go, it's all going to be fine. So I highly encourage you to have at least one person that you can look at um, and feel optimistic about what's ahead. And yeah, I feel I honestly, despite having some little bumpy roads at the beginning, I do feel really optimistic about this year. And I think the biggest thing is that I'm just going to continue to do the things that make me really happy and continue to focus on the things that bring me joy. And sometimes that's going to be putting myself out there and going on dates. And sometimes that's going to be work. And sometimes that's going to be going to bed really early uh, every night one week. Like it it doesn't have to stay the same forever. So all the, oh my gosh, you guys. Also, I got a tattoo. I got a little star tattoo. Well, it's a, it's a It looks like a little shimmer, but a little glimmer, kind of. Um, But it represents the line, I can still make the whole place shimmer in Bejeweled by Taylor Swift. And honestly, that's the vibe. Like, that's what I'm saying. When 30 started out, not so great. Not the way I wanted it to. I still, I'm I'm doing my best to, like, bounce back and remember that, like, I am power and I can take control of my life. And it's all going to be okay. So I love you very much. I'm late to go meet friends. And so I need to go do that. But I hope you have the best week ever. And I will talk to you so soon. Love you. Bye.